Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Good morning, happy Wednesday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead, Sean Callahan, 6.30. As always, you can check in your mailbag questions at earlybreak937 at gmail.com. Lots to get to in the world of football and more. How are you today? Good. And you? I'm fine. Yeah. I think we're both fighting a little bit of a cough, maybe. Maybe. So bear with us today. We both have had some mucinex this morning. Yeah. I don't think mine's... I have a, allergies. I don't. I can never tell. I've told my wife that I never know if it's allergies or a cold. I have an idea of what it is, but I haven't taken any allergy stuff for a while, so it must be allergies because Mucinex isn't doing much, much for me. Is that right? Yeah. Well, I had half an apple in my throat when I walked in. That was not. That was uncomfortable. Usually, it's smart to swallow the apple. Yeah, and you wonder why you do that. It might be nervousness that you it would cram half an apple in your mouth. I don't know. You know, you're, you got some nervous energy before the show. When I was driving here, I was listening to the, I was listening to new the news talk, and that was oh, making me nervous. That's made you nervous. You know what news I mean. talk. Um, yeah, Hannity. Um, and, <laughs> yeah, hello. And yeah, so I had half an apple in my throat, and you wonder what are you doing? Why do you do that? Now, when you do it, do you ever wonder like what? Why? Why is it? Why am I in this position right now? I think you kind of lose yourself for a little bit. That's what happens. Like you. Your mind leaves your body. Yeah, I did that with a quarter pounder once, and I thought, and I thought I was going to die for sure. What what happened there? Did you just wolf it? Yeah, I you wolfed to forget it. Forget to chew, and I had half it in my throat, and I had to, um, I had to pull over in my truck, and I doubled over, and I thought, this is it. This is this is the way I'm going to go. I, I, I did you Heimlich yourself? I I can't. I don't want to get into it. Well, I don't. You're still here, at least. Yeah, I'm still here. Uh, people are curious what happened. Yeah, I'm no, I'm here. I'm, I'm many, happy. It was it, it was during the Sadler era. I, that's what I remember because I was coming back from a Sadler press conference, and I was in. You know, you know how it is in this world. This is idle chit chat sponsored by Newton's Lawn Care. This is idle chit chat. Um, I it was. You know how you get sometimes when you're just in a rush. You know, I was rushing that day. Everything was. <clears throat> everything had to go fast and well, so you don't have time to eat. So you just, you know, you're just doing what you got to do, basically. And I do remember, and I remember distinctly saying, I'm never doing this again. I'm never letting this happen again. And today it happened again. Uh, with an apple. apple. Yeah. You, you know, it gets in your throat, and it's so bad that your eyes are watering. Yeah. I didn't worry about death in this instance. I just... I had was, that with a Laffy Taffy the other day. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. You crammed it too far. Well, I must have not chewed it <clears throat> enough. Yeah. I swallowed it too fast enough. It was just kind of lodged in there. Yeah. Uncomfortable. So I had, yeah, I had a little. Were your eyes water? No, I had a little moment of panic, though, saying, "Yeah," and then I 
you know, drank some water and everything was good. The the time distinctly that I remember I was in trouble, and this was amazing. I hope I can portray it in words. I was in the St. Louis airport with Ken Hamilton, former sports writer, and Kurt McKeever. We were on our way to <clears throat> I think we were on our way to the Big Twelve champ a Big Twelve championship game, maybe. I don't know why we we're in the St. Louis airport, but we were eating in a restaurant and I had chicken and um, a chicken bone went in lodged into my throat i quickly excused myself i went to a, a little nook in the in the um restaurant and it was it was code red it was code it was i didn't tell anybody i never said anything to anybody but i was in code red and i stuck my finger halfway down my throat and brought it out and brought the bone out i mean it went i had my 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 wrist in my mouth i mean it was incredible what happened that day but it, but they didn't. I don't think the guys ever. They didn't know what was going on. I just got up and 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 was like, and, I, I. And you came back and like nothing happened. Not like all? nothing happened. But I knew that day I, I saved my life. I mean, I saved my own. Well, life. idle chit chat turned into horrifying radio. Right. And that sounds like a terrible time. Yeah, it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. Turns out. Well, here you are still. You can tell the story. What you did. What a way to go if you went that way. A choking on a chicken bone. Yeah, that sounds like a terrible way to right. go. I mean, my terrible, God, terrible. Somebody would have maybe, I don't know. Well, you, I think at some point if you couldn't get it, you might say, "Hey, help!" But what Heimlich. can they do? Oh, Heimlich. Yes. But what if the Heimlich doesn't work? Well, then you're screwed. Yeah. But they're gonna try it though. I just went down, and got it. Good job. Thank you. Idle chit chat sponsored yeah. to you by Newton's Lawn Care here yeah. in Lincoln. Yeah. Four zero two four six. Am I getting criticized right now? No. Doc says, good thing Sip was alive on the text line. <laughs> <laughs> Got to eat not like a caveman. Well, you eat like a coyote, you said before. You yeah. ravage food like a coyote. That's one of your things. It is. All right. Mickey. Mickey. Yep. Uh, Mickey was really interesting yesterday. I- interesting why and how? Why, why do you say that? Why is that your word for him yesterday? Because uh, this is a fascinating situation he's in on a few counts. He's got a quarterback. Okay, there's three. He's got a quarterback issue. You ready? Mm-hmm. Three. He's got a quarterback issue to deal with. Okay? One of three guys is going to start. Probably not Casey. Mm-hmm. Second, he's going into the thresher. He's going to play one of the top three teams in the country right They're now. They're about a 30-point underdog. That's concerning. Interesting to hear Mickey address that. And the third thing, his conversation with Whipple about the run game. I thought that was the most interesting part of the press conference. You want me to get into that quick? Yes. <laughs> what are you looking at? I'm, I'm trying to figure out what the, the quote names. I, I got some audio from Mickey over here. Oh, okay. <clears throat> I thought you were looking at the at the uh, text line. Okay. No, I'm, I'm looking at the audio. Okay, so the, the, just – You'll you just listen to me. Maybe you'll get it. Okay. So after Saturday's loss to Minnesota, Mickey Joseph said he wanted to watch the film of the game to determine why Nebraska's run game lost potency in the Got second it. half. Got it. Um, Here's his answer. Okay. Ready for that? I guess. Go. Yeah. Try. Well, we we got to trust and and yeah. be happy with three and four yard runs. You got to be happy with them. And so we got to say, hey, we got a three-yard run. Let's let's pad it back up and go back at it again, and maybe we get another three-yard run. You know, nine, third, and four is manageable. Did Joseph 
have that conversation with Mark Whipple, the play caller. I don't have that one. Oh, you don't have don't that know, one. I don't have any label as that. Okay, so he was asked that, and this was the most fascinating part of the con- part of the press conference. Did Joseph have that conversation with Mark Whipple, the play caller? Absolutely, Mickey said. We had that conversation. <laughs> How did it go? That's between me and Whipple. <laughs> no. That's between me and, and Whipple. And it just stopped there. That's what he said. That was the most interesting part of the luncheon, in my opinion. Some people didn't think it was interesting. Well, I, I think that's pretty interesting. Yeah. It's just it's a short and sweet answer, <clears throat> and it's between him and Whipple. Yeah. He absolutely had that conversation with Whipple, he said. Okay. Just keep, if you're getting three, even if you're getting two, just run it. Two's not great. Well, again, Nebraska, if you go back to the first quarter, they ran the ball really well. Both drives. The first two drives. Grant had 10 carries for 80 yards in the first two drives. Yeah. Pretty good. And it looked, you know, didn't have much, didn't really go backwards at all. No. All forwards. I think he was 11 for 35 the rest of the way. Didn't give him the ball enough. (laughs) Right. Also, Mickey said, "Did he? Do you have? Do you have sound of what he said about how to play offense in the Big Ten? Slowing your offense in the Big Ten. I'm trying. I got to this one. Yeah, right, hit it. How about that one, Mickey Joseph? I think if you've been in this league and you understand what you're looking at as a coach, you understand that you got to slow it down because everybody else is slowing it down. <laughs> just, just the way this league is built." And we got to play Big Ten football, and we're gonna we eventually we're trying to get to that. But we got to play Big Ten football, and you got to try to slow it down. Okay, mm. pause right, pause mm. right there. Mm. Let Let's go back to woo-woo, rewind. Scott Frost is hired well, at Nebraska. That, but there's something else. But well, go I'm, I'm going back to that. Scott Frost said we want the Big Ten to adjust to us. Mm-hmm. That did not go over very well for Nebraska. No, and Scott actually took him three years, but he he acknowledged that. There's something else in there that – tell me if I'm making too big a deal of this. Okay, you heard what he said. Um, we've got to play Big Ten football. We're eventually trying to get to that. Is that Mickey thinking he might have this job? Or he's going to be here in some capacity? Yeah. 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 I know he has no guarantees he's going to be here. Or I know that as of last Tuesday. So it's getting to be – I mean, that was... There's three games left. It's 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 getting down to right. decision time soon. So that was last Tuesday. Today's Wednesday. That's, you know, that's eight days ago. Things could could have changed. I know as of last Tuesday, it wasn't... He didn't... He had no idea. And he I know he had re- received no assurances that he's going to be here. But that quote yesterday stuck in my brain. We're eventually trying to get to that. That sounds like a coach who's going to be here for a while. Hello. I'm, well, I, I can't say that I didn't. I didn't hear that, so I didn't. I, I kind of agree with you on that. It appears like it sounds like with that quote, he thinks he's going to be here, whether that's head coach or an assistant coach that he's going to be here. Next I, maybe season. Mickey's going. I don't know. I, I know that of as of Thursday, he didn't know if he was going to be the head coach. So I don't know. Maybe things change. Or it could just be a guy that's having good coach speak in a press conference. Yeah, it could mean nothing. Could be that. Could mean nothing. Okay. Anything else that stood out to you for me? Well, I talked about the three things. Yep. Go to the quarterbacks. Okay. Here is a couple quotes from Mickey about quarterbacks. Um, you want the one that says uh, balancing the human side of that competition? No. Um, 
What else you got? What's game reps, balancing practice with game reps. Keep going. That's what I got. Casey for Thompson. I don't. I didn't cut the audio yesterday. Um, blame the person that cut the audio. I'm not yesterday. blaming anybody. I wrote about it. Hold on. Um, yeah, just play whatever one you think's good. Fine, we'll do this. Just make it show some recording in the quarterback situation, the human side of it. Well, you got to put your arms around them. It's, it's tough on them because you're not asking kids that's been backups. You know, Logan. Logan's probably had more success being a backup that he did it last year. You know, Trevor did a little bit at Florida State, but you got to put your arms around him and, and, and give him some support and show that you believe in him because they had a tough situation. Mickey on balancing practice with game reps. Well, you know, who's making the throws? Who's, who's getting us in the correct run place? And, you know, they're competing right now. They're competing right now, and, and we'll look at each practice and say, okay, he performed really good this day, he performed really good this day, and on Thursday we have to, we have to make a decision. So we'll, we'll just look at their reps. Okay, I'll try to clarify what's going on here. He said, Joseph, said Casey Thompson, the eight-game starter this season, didn't practice Tuesday, and Joseph characterizes the junior quarterback status as day-to-day. Now, he did say if he doesn't practice today, Wednesday, he'll be ruled out. Okay, then it would be either Chubba Purdy or Logan Smothers, and – Depend and it will depend largely on how those guys practice. Okay, which makes sense, right? Yes. He says, I've got to watch Mickey, Joseph, said, I've got to watch both of them practice and see which one's performing the best. Right now I'm looking at both of them. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. There you go, Jake. Okay, you stop you there because <clears throat> we have seen now a couple games of Chuba and smothers, or most a lot of chubba, and not maybe not enough smothers. If Nebraska starts this game on Saturday, and Casey is not at playing, if Casey is indeed out again, and Chubba is starting the game, you're gonna have a lot of people in the state that are very confused and upset at the same time. Now Logan's not by far and away a better quarterback than Chubba. He's not. He he has looked like the better option to I think the majority of people watching the games. Right? Yeah. Wouldn't you say if you watched those two play, if you were not a Nebraska fan, you'd just turn, you'd turn on the game. Yeah. You'd say, hey, number eight is the better quarterback yes, there. I would. Why is he not playing more? Well, There's going to be some concern about who's in control of this thing, right? I guess. I mean, I mean you go back. You said the conversation. I mean, Mickey said he talked to Whipple. They'll, they'll keep it at that in terms of discussion, mostly about, you know, about the run game, about everything. So if you and I can sit here and it's very obvious that Logan Smothers is the better option of the quarterbacks and you see Chubba Purdy start on Saturday in this hypothetical, which is possible, I think, again, people are going to say, who is in charge here oh, of Nebraska? Yeah, I, may, mm, I don't know. I mean, We know that Chubba was picked by Mark Whipple. We know Chubba was recruited by Mark Whipple. Right. I don't look at it quite like that, 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 that – this is a who's in charge decision. I don't. Now you may. Not, that's fine. I think. I, well, I, maybe not now. But if if that's the case, Saturday, I think. Yeah, you can have that question. Uh Mickey's Mickey said he's Mickey explicitly stated he'll watch them in practice and choose which one. I, I think Mickey's in charge. I give Mickey more credit than that. Mickey has a. Oh, I mean, he's the boss, and he has that sort of way about him. 
I disagree on this one. Okay. Well, I'd say I this. don't think it if, – if, if Purdy's the quarterback, I don't think it's because Whipple threw his weight around. I I'm just saying what my I, eyes tell me in a game. I think it's because Mickey chose him. That's what well, I say. That's what it should be. That's what your hope is if that's the case. Yeah, and I don't. And I don't. But but again, what have your own eyes told you when the game is going on? When the I, bullets are flying? Practice is one thing. I don't Practice know what is you're important. Wait, no, wait a second. What what are you saying? Are you talking about who's the better quarterback or who's making the choice? Well, I I started off who's the better quarterback. Well, who, I who think looks, Purdy's or I think Logan looks better. Right. Okay. As does the whole state, basically. Okay. So then, what you, now what are you saying? Well, the the assumption is on that, if if Chubba were to start, that that's Whipple's choice. That's, ah, that's I, what people say. Mickey stood up in front of the state yesterday and said he's cho- cho- he's making a quarterback decision. I don't know what else to tell you. All right? Well, I you can, can – I mean, we do this in media. We fabricate and we fictionalize things, even though the principal is standing up in front of the state saying he's going to choose the quarterback. You're in your mind say, well, I don't know. I mean, he can say that, but I think Wibble is actually doing it. And what can I say? I mean, well, because how do I prove you wrong? I mean, you can't. No. So go ahead, create a nice little fictional account because that's what media does. They create fictional accounts. It's, not, it's fictional. It's just my own thoughts. It's fiction. You have no basis for that. My basis to is respect. That, my basis is that my eyes can tell me what quarterback looks better on the field and gives Nebraska a better chance of competing. I have no doubt who's in charge. Now, I get it. I get it. I do understand this. You could say that what Purdy was starting because of Whipple's influence before, but I think that conversation's over now. I mean, I think Mickey. I think I think this is now Mickey's okay, decision. Okay, well then let's let's fast forward to Saturday then. If if there if Chuba is starting, if Casey's out, uh-huh. and Chuba is the guy, if number six is in there, starting It'll the because game. Mickey decided that's the best. But what is your mindset going to be about? Well, that? there's a, okay, as you there's, covered okay, Nebraska. Okay, hold on, Mickey did did shed some light on this. We're getting calls. Good. Hey, Jake. He said that Logan's not a good practice player and that this week, I'll, I'll read you the quote, I think Logan is more of a gamer, but he's got to practice better, Joseph said. He understands that. Logan is really going to attack this week trying to be a better practice player. That's his goal. Shed some light on it. Uh, there, again, yeah, I've seen, I've heard stories in the NFL about guys who have I brought up all the time. And Fictional stories probably. No, I brought this guy up before because I'm a big fan of this team, but I go back to a couple years ago. Matt Moore is a guy that was a, a career backup, but he was a gamer when he had a chance to right. play. And people said the reason why he never made as a starter is because he was a horrible practicer. Right, right. But he was a pra- gamer. Practicer. Practicer. He was, <laughs> he was not a good in practice. Oh, this is going to be trouble. <laughs> practicer. <laughs> Hey, you know what? You listen You're to rattled. early break, you get different words, <laughs> different rattled. terms. I'm not rattled at all. You're I'm poised. <laughs> I am poised in the pocket over here. You're rattled. <laughs> the rush is coming in. I'm, I'm standing up in the pocket, baby. Okay. About to now, deliver a bullet. So, yeah, I get you. I, I get where you're coming from, but I don't know what else to tell you except that Mickey said he's going to make the decision. Let's get the calls. Let's get a couple calls here. 402-464-5685. If you can hear us. You're on an early break. Go ahead. Who do we have here? Good morning, fellas. You oh, know exactly whoa, who this is. Whoa, it's the West whoa, Coast. Whoa. Vince in Napa, California. Hello, Vince. 
Uh, hello, fellas. But uh, as, as far as this conversation is concerned, I mean, I, I think that uh, <clears throat> at least this is what this is what I see relevant to Mickey. I mean, because uh, because Trev Alberts, you know, has pretty much from the go get since he's arrived in town, has kind of wanted a head coach that's a CEO. And I think with Mickey, I look at it more as he's kind of trying to you know take the CEO approach because most CEO head coaches take the approach of, you know what, <clears throat> I'm going to let the coaches coach. But at some point, which that approach has its place, but I also think that at some point that means you've got, that, that means you've got to make tough decisions, you know, and, um, and relevant to the comment that he made about we have to play Big Ten football and whether that, you know, leans into <clears throat> is that a sign that he's going to, you know, that he's going to be at Nebraska in one capacity or another, um, the more I think about it, and the more I think about it, here's sort of the hot take that I come back to. I, I mean, I think when I just think when it's all said and done, I think almost by default, Mickey's going to wind up being the head coach. And the reason I say that is because you look at the names that are being floated: Matt Rule, uh, Jeff Monken, Gary Patterson. I mean, they may be initial; they may be interested from afar. But I think, but the question is, are they really ready to take the deep dive into rebuilding the program? Whereas Mickey seems to want to, seems like I'm locked in. I'm going to take this sucker on. But that comes back also to people have been throwing around the word rebuild. I think in general, yes, the roster needs to be rebuilt. But most of all, I think the identity needs to be rebuilt. Because to your point yesterday, Sip. This program has lost its way. It's lost its identity. That's where getting back to your roots comes into play as far as being a run-first team, dominating the line of scrimmage, basically run the ball, stop the run. You do that, you know, you're going to win your winnable games. Um, and in terms of, you know, how big of a rebuild it is, well, if we're talking, it depends on what you look at as rebuild. If we're talking get back to the nine-win level, then yes, I think we as a fan base need to look at it and say, all right, that's not going to happen overnight. But there is no damn rhyme or reason, and I will die on this hill. There is no damn rhyme or reason that if we go into a rebuild, that it shouldn't involve winning some games along the way, as in being bowl eligible right away. Because I don't want a rebuild that involves a two-win season, because the more you keep losing, the more you keep that losing mindset yep. that's already in the program. Yeah. But, um, but I'll tell you this though, fellas. Yeah. Tell me. I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. Whether we like it or not, we have a football game to play on Saturday, and we're going, you know, and we're yeah. going into the big house. Yeah. And we've got, you know, and we've got to go in there and tackle a monster. I go back to when the Baltimore Ravens were in their heyday under Brian Bill. <clears throat> You remember, you remember a comment that Brian Billick made? You know what it was? It was, and I'm, par- and, I, and I'm paraphrasing here. I, and I'm going to go off the rails, but I'm paraphrasing. When you go into the Lions' den, you don't just go tippy-toeing in there. You don't just go tippy-toeing. You, you open that gate, you run out in the middle of the ring with your spear and say, where is the son of a bee? Let's go! If we can't get along, we might as well get it out! Let's go! <laughs> You do not tiptoe into the lion's den. over here. You don't tiptoe into the lion's den. Whoa. You do not tiptoe. Ah. 
Mickey is the head coach. I will tell you, Jake, the picture is not bad to me. It's not a bad picture. You know, I got one for you. What if Mickey goes into Ann Arbor? I, I, not, now, I'm just going to get crazy for a second. What if Mickey takes Nebraska into Ann Arbor and wins? Do you name him that day? That The next Monday? Sunday, whenever? Sunday mm-hmm. or Monday? If Mickey takes Nebraska into, into no. Ann Arbor, you don't? No. Okay. You still Am wait. I talking crazy? Yeah, and that's not crazy, but I, I don't think I do that yet. No that's, way. Is, that's not crazy? It's, it's not. It's not overly crazy because it's a huge, <laughs> massive. It's a top. You know, you're knocking a team out of the playoff. Basically, right. you you yourself delivered a team their first loss on their home field, and they're out of the playoff right. because of you. Right. So that would not be crazy. Now I don't think it's going to happen. If that, and no. I, they're not going to win the game. No. Okay. Next caller. If we have a call still there, who do we have? <coughs> no. Oh. Hello. Whoa. That's what they had as we thank you, Fanny. For too long. Okay, so that gets us to the third thing that we are going to address. We address the quarterbacks, and we got a new word out of that discussion. Practicer. <laughs> I received a text yes. on my personal phone Okay, from Tad. Tad. Tad says, do you play at Nebraska to win at practice, or do you play to win the game? Put your gamer in and go. That's a check in the Smothers box from Tad. <laughs> right. I, I, and, I, and by the way, the text line is in full agreement. I not. I do not disagree. I just want to make that clear. I'm just saying I think Mickey's making the decision. Where you're saying you think Whipple makes the decision. I don't buy I it. I think he may influence the decision. Well, of course, he's the should, offensive coordinator. I mean, yeah, he should influence. I think he may heavily influence the decision. <laughs> well, I'll keep adding words ahead of influence then. Yeah, um, so that's where we stand. Casey, if he doesn't practice today, um, he's ruled out of the discussion. And, and, and now the other thing about the uh, concern that I didn't raise is I think those two other guys are a little banged up, Purdy and Smothers. <laughs> they've, been, they've been hit. Yeah. Um, okay, oh, then the, so the three things we covered are the quarterbacks going into Ann Arbor and trying to – Tackle a monster, as Vinny, mm-hmm. Vinny put it. And then the the quote of the day, which was Mickey saying that we have to be happy with three- and four-yard runs, not get off schedule that way. And, yes, he did talk to Whipple about it. How did that conversation go? Mickey, as Mickey was asked, he said, that's between me and Whipple. Now you can read it all you want. You, right. can, read, you can read that com- that quote all you want. Well, a lot of people have said that that you know Mickey's in charge. Whipple to me represents. Go to your analogy of Nebraska going through plastic surgery, a series of plastic surgery. Whipple's just a blip, but he's what is Whipple? He's uh, shave a little off my nose. Yeah, he's he's a nose job for sure. Just a little bit of a nose job. I mean, he's going to be here for one year. It's not a big deal. He's not a big part of the face face mask. The, The initial face mask. Face ma- face surgery, yeah, plastic facial surgery. reconstruction. Facial reconstruction was Steve Peterson. I mean, that was total makeover. Yeah, he, yeah, he. That's when we got out of control with it. It's so far gone that you can only tinker with it now. Yep. You know, yep, we it's a little nose job. Yeah, tiny we, little we, nose we, job. We are unrecognizable to a point now where it's we have to. I don't. I don't. Can you undo plastic surgery? 
can't, no. Well, that's scary if you can. No, you can't. You can never go back to what you were. Well, I think you can. No, you can't. No, you can't. You can't. Not, not. You can try to plastic it up to get close enough to what you look like, but you'll never be the same because you did that initial surgery. Oh, but I think in, that's where the analogy breaks down because I think you could go back to what Nebraska I'm saying about actual plastic yeah. surgery. <laughs> in this, in this yeah. analogy, yeah, you can try to go back to yeah. similarly what you did, what you looked like yeah. before. Yeah, yeah. So that's where the analogy breaks down. You can go back in, in the football sense. You can't go back. You can't go back in, react, in actual plastic surgery. You can't surgery. undo plastic surgery? Sadly, no, you can't. God Almighty. So be careful what you wish for yeah. with plastic surgery. Uh, before we get to Sean Callahan, we didn't mention that Miles Farmer not playing mm. Saturday. DUI mm-hmm. for Miles Farmer. They are, in, they are de- dealing with that internally as well in terms of punishment for him. But no matter what, he is not playing against Michigan on Th- Saturday. That doesn't help. He's your second leading. No, it doesn't help at all. He's your second leading tackler. He's He's played, I mean, uh, he played so I mean, I think he's played the most snaps of anybody on defense. Okay, he rarely comes off the field. Um, 60-some tackles. Got pop Saturday night, 1230. Um, one game suspension, and we'll see where it goes from there. Unfortunate, as you're going to an absolute beast to have one of your starters out because of DUI, but that's the way it is. It's unfortunate. Sean Callahan is next on Early Break on the Ticket.